All right, uh, it's 2021. I just stepped on a, an oversized die. It's a clear one, and I stepped it on my bad foot. And so I'm just going to roll that to pick the theme song. So let's see, five, so okay. And then one. Okay, we're going with this theme song. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone Review, episode 212. Today we're talking about the Twilight Zone writer's discussion. It's not really a discussion because it's just me. I, I This was originally slated to be before the uh, rap, original series wrap episode, but uh, shit got in the way, you know, the holidays, and plus, uh, I guess this is a good time to talk about it. I did get another spine surgery uh, a few weeks ago now. This is the first time I've really done anything since then. I got that on December 11th, I believe. And yeah, it still sucks, but I feel I figured, why not? I got some free time. Let's talk about some Twilight Zone writers. It's going to be really quick. These are going to be two random episodes. First one's the writers, next one's the directors. Just going to go over some math, which is always fun. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. Okay, so what I did, compiled all the writers from the Twilight Zone who did more than, I, th- I don't remember, more than, let's see, more than three? Yeah, more than three episodes. At least at least three episodes. So there's a number of them. I got, obviously, Rod Serling did 71. Uh, we got Charles Beaumont with 22. Richard Matheson with 16. Earl Hanner Jr. with eight. George Clayton Johnson with seven. Montgomery Pittman with three, and Richard P. McDonough with three. But I kind of don't really give him credit for having three because he, he was mostly a story consultant. But he's still on the on the list there. I couldn't find a picture of him. So if you're going to look at the poster, it's going to be a fucking horse. That's what I could find for him. So fuck it. We're not really going to discuss him too much. But either, either way, here we go. So what I did was I found the IMDb score, I get, and I factored in that score plus my score that I gave the episode. I'm going to go over the the, the the sorry the writers and what their scores are overall. So, and then we're going to figure out who is truly the best writer for the Twilight Zone. This is this is how we settle this shit. Let me see if I can find my notes because I don't have it written here for some fucking reason. So, let's find the sticky note that I have this on. And here it is. Okay, let's find this. Do I not have it available? I did not prepare at all for this. I just started going. Holy shit, I don't have it. And I will be right back. And I'm back, and I lied. I do have it. I do have it available. I just found it. It was off to the side. Okay, so what I, what I did, uh, like I said, I, I factored in all the IMDb scores, did an average, got a score. Um, and then I did the same thing with mine. And then I added those two and divided those two by, divided that by two because I figured my opinion, because I'm doing the fucking show, is just as valid as everyone on IMDb, so... I give my my score just as much credence as literally everybody else on, on there. Only, you know, mine's more important because here I am on episode 212 of a fucking show. And this is year six of that show. or Actually, year seven. This is episode season seven, episode one of this show. Goddamn. Okay. So, I figured going off this, we're looking at, just by thought, you're going, Rod Serling clearly wrote the bulk of the episodes. He wrote 90 episodes. He, he's clearly going to be the best writer. 
But then we start to break down the math, and it, it reveals something else, which is a little bit strange. So let's get into this, and then we're the fuck out of here. So at the bottom of the pile, like I said, the two averages, and then I added those together, did an average of that. So with a 5.95 average rating, average overall, Richard P. McDonough, like I said, we're barely going to talk about him. Right above that, we got a six with a 6.25 is Earl Hamner Jr., which his episodes, The Hunt, Piano in the House, Jess Bell, Ring and Dean Girl, You Drive, Black Leather Jacket, Stop Over in a Quiet Town in the Bewitching Pool, put him in essentially last place. I'm not counting Richard P. McDonough. Um, right above him, with a 7.2, is George Clayton Johnson and his seven episodes, which is uh, The Four of Us Are Dying, Execution, Penny for Your Thoughts, Game of Pool, Nothing in the Dark, Kick the Can, and 90 Years Without Slumbering. I thought he'd be higher, but... And here's where it gets strange. Um, in third to last place, fourth overall, is Rod Serling with a 7.3. And I'm not going to list all 90 of his episodes because that'll take forever. So it's weird that Rod plays fourth mathematically when you break it down. I mean, obviously Rod wrote the bulk of the series. He's going to have some stinkers. He wrote when he tried to do comedy. If you, I think if you remove the comedy, his, his score would go up two digits probably. <laughs> It would go to like 9.3. I don't know. It's, it's something crazy where it's, he, he did so many scripts that uh, uh, way too many of them are going to be terrible. But obviously he wrote a lot of the most important episodes of the series. But this is just, this is just how it breaks down with, a, with an average. So in third place, we have with a 7.4, Montgomery Pittman with his three episodes. This is where it gets unfair. He did an episode named Two. He did The Grave. And he did The Last Rites of Jeff Myrtle Bank. Three solid episodes. Um, and so, therefore, he gets a, a higher score than Rod Serling, um, which is just fucking crazy when you think about it. But number two, Charles Beaumont with 7.55. He did Perchance to Dream, Elegy, Long Live Walter Jameson, A Nice Place to Visit, The Howling Man, Static, The Prime Mover, Long Distance Call, Shadow Play, our favorite episode, The Jungle, Dead Man's Shoes, The Fugitive, one of our least favorite episodes. Person or Persons Unknown, In His Image, Valley of the Shadow, Miniature, uh, Printer's Devil, The New the new Exhibit, uh, Passage on the Lady Anne, uh, Living Doll, Number 12 Looks Just Like You, and Queen of the Nile. Some solid ones in there. Some of those, uh, one of them is in my top 10 of all, and one of them is in the bottom 10 of all. So, yeah, a lot going on there. And then, so that for, it leaves number one with 7.75, and it's Richard Matheson. Which he did 16 episodes, and when the sky was open, third from the sun, the last flight, a world of difference, a world of his own. Those are very similar. A nick of his nick of time, the invaders, once upon a time, little girl lost, young man's fancy, mute, death ship, steel, nightmare, twenty thousand feet, night call, and spur of the moment. And then you realize how many of those episodes are fucking great in that list, and that's where you get your 7.75, making Richard Matheson mathematically, based on the weird math I did, our winner for best writer of Twilight Zones. That is weird, and I kind of agree because I really like Richard Matheson. I like his a lot of his movies, like Stir of Echoes is great. I want to like, uh, you know, the those three movies that based on his book. Um, you know, you got the Last Man on Earth, and then you got a Mega Man, and then you got the Will Smith one. Um, I want to like those more than I do. I, I I like the idea of it, but. I don't know. Something about it just it doesn't quite work for me. All three movies, especially the the Richard or the I'm sorry, the Omega Man. That is fucking bizarre. That has got some weird shit in there. Go check that out. But yeah, Richard Matheson has some interesting shit, and Charles Bowman as well. So that's what the math tells us that Richard Matheson is better by far than Rod Serling. (laughs) 
and a, a considerable amount better than Charles Beaumont. Um, kind of unfair because Charles Beaumont doesn't really, he has 22 episodes, but he didn't really get to write as much as he could have or should have because his, his brain was, was killing him. So, yeah, that's what we're left with the math. Like I said, it's going to be a short episode. This is just like kind of a bonus episode to get us back into the, to the run of things when we start talking about the movies in a few weeks. So this is just a writer's discussion. Um, if I had to give it to who wrote the best episode, I'm giving it to Charles Beaumont, though, because he wrote Shadowplay. That's, that's really all I have to say about that. But the math tells us otherwise. But honestly, if I had to choose my favorite writer out of them based on their other work can, and factoring in Twilight Zone, it's going to be Richard Matheson. Because so. Rod Serling uh, did write some good movies. I, I just, uh, yeah, I love a lot of Richard Matheson, movies based on Richard Matheson's work. And I, I, as long as Earl Hamner Jr.'s last, because he did like the fucking Waltons and a bunch of dog shit movies. He, I have so, I've downloaded a bunch of movies by Twilight Zone writers, and that's going to be tossed into the heap there when we get to, you know, 80s, 2002, and Night Gallery, when we get to that bingo hopper. It's been up on my whiteboard for, I don't know, six months now at this point. A little bingo hopper for it. So once we get to that, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And they're going to be some of those, some of those movies are going to be tossed in there. So we might watch some of that shit. So we might end up having to watch the fucking Walton's Christmas special or something like that, which is just going to drive me insane. But yeah, that's my life. That's the life I chose. And that's really all I have to say. Uh, we will be back to our live shows and regular podcasts. So if this is your first, I should have started off with this. If this is your first time listening, this is not a good podcast to listen to. This is just to say I did it pretty much. I meant to do it weeks ago. But, you know, shit got delayed. And uh, hopefully we'll be back soon with with more. Our first episode back will be The Time Element, the original pilot for Twilight Zone. You know, quote-unquote original pilot. And then we're going to tackle The Twilight Zone, the movie. That'll be on our live shows, I believe. Unless I just do them on my own. I don't know. I haven't really figured anything out yet. Just wanted to get this out there. And I hope you enjoyed. I don't know how you could have, but all praise Richard Matheson, I guess. But until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West saying go to LIWstudios.com, LIW the Twilight Zone Review, LIW the TZ Review, sorry, I believe it is, LIW Anthology Pod. We also started a new show on that same Twitter feed for that, for the Anthology Pod. It's LIW John Carpenter Review. We're starting to talk about John Carpenter movies, which is going to be interesting because um, a lot of them I love, some of them I don't like, and more than I thought I haven't seen. There's more... John Carpenter movies I haven't seen that I like by triple that I I'm like I haven't seen like three and that was a lot of them apparently I didn't see uh, what the fuck is the name of that movie I didn't see uh, They Live which I really want to and I think I'll enjoy it a lot I just haven't watched it I don't know why anyway so long citizens <laughs>